Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. The fifth state in the union, but the first state in our hearts. The state of Connecticut has a long and storied history of success on and off the athletic fields. And 22 Threads is your go-to apparel brand for all things CT. Visit the 22 Threads website at www.22threads.com to shop their stores and blue-collar football apparel collections now. 10% of each item sold is donated to a local Connecticut nonprofit organization. Look good, do good, because you love CT. Hey, UConn football back for another game this Saturday against Duke. So join us to to preview and and look back at last week is Jackson Mitchell. So Jackson, welcome back. Uh, Appreciate you having me back, yeah. So when we look back at, at last week's game against FIU, it, it really was a tale of of two halves there, especially from a, a defensive standpoint. What changed in particular, you know, from a defensive and that you guys were able to have so much more success in that second half, really shutting down FIU? Uh, yeah, I think we just kind of got back to who we are and, and like just being more aggressive and and physically and kind of imposing and our will and, and playing how we want to play on the defensive side of the ball. You know, the defensive line had a great second half. They really got after them. You know, Lonnie had a great half. Price had a great half. Um, and we kind of just got back to who we are as a defense. And and we kind of said after the game, that's what we need to be for four quarters, especially um, with how the team's going this year. Like the defense needs to step up and, and, and kind of play that way for four quarters. Given that that first half w- w- was tougher for both sides, o- offensive and defensively, what was the halftime message like from, from Coach Moore in the locker room that game? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think he was too pleased. I think um, I think we had a lot of expectations um, going into the game and, and kind of were for certain that this was kind of going to be our first win. And, and when we came out slow again, just like we did Georgia State, um, it was kind of frustrating because he, he kind of didn't understand it. We all didn't understand what was going on and why we came out that way in the first half, um, knowing that we haven't won a game yet. And it was kind of urgent that we needed to win a game. And then we came out like that. Um, so it was definitely disappointing. And, and he kind of just kind of lit a fire under us and, and told us we got to go. We got we kind of got to get after it now. Um, and he saw it from the defensive perspective a little bit in the second half. I think one thing that was interesting when I heard his press conference the other day, he talked about like, especially from a defensive standpoint, that that you guys seem to be like beating yourselves up over some plays when things might not have gone your way, and and channeling that from kind of like sighing and like dwelling over that to turning that into some like good anger to like then take out on on the field and play with some more like fire behind you. Is that was that what you felt? you know in that game that you guys are able to kind of like take a step in terms of like channeling and like kind of beating yourselves up to just like hey let's let's take this out on our opponent and, and do what we need to do yeah i mean uh coach Moore did a good job like explaining you know everything obviously as we know isn't going to go perfect throughout the game nobody can play a perfect football game at like their division one football players they're going to make plays too um we kind of got to just understand. I think we had we we had so much expectations for what we would be, what we w- would be, and what we want to be as a defense. That you know, when it when it wasn't working, um, I think we kind of got frustrated and we let it get to us us a little too fast. You know, like yeah, they went down on the first drive and we had a very poor first drive. Um, but after that, you kind of got to just focus back in and, and get back to your training and you know help out the team and, and get stops for the team. 
he he talked he also talked this week about kind of turning that page and kind of you know starting fresh heading into this week he got a challenge with duke what's the feelings like around the team in terms of turning that page and kind of taking things and, and starting things kind of fresh this week yeah i mean it's definitely i mean you have to especially playing a team like this that's so talented and obviously they're a top 20 team and, and got players all over the field offensively and defensively so so you can't really dwell on anything in the past because you got to focus on on the team you're about to play um and he kind of just talked about you know we've been in this situation before you know I, i've been here five years i've been in you know this situation at the beginning of the season now it's probably my third year like at the beginning of the season struggling yeah. And then last year, you know, obviously we were able to turn it around and, and go on that run at the end of the season. And he kind of just told us, you know, that's something that we got to do again. We got to find whatever worked last year and whatever mindset we got into last year for that second half of the season. We kind of got to get into that right now, too. He, he seemed to be very adamant, and that's Coach Mora, that, you know, he wasn't going to let this program fall back to, you know, where it, it had been previously, where, you know, the team was really struggling. And, and, you know, kind of last year kind of seemed like, hey, this was the minimum expectation he he was hoping to get. And he's talking about getting things back in that direction. Um, do you guys all feel, you know, within the, the locker room there that this team still is capable of kind of turning things around and getting back, you know, maybe not towards, you know, some of the highest of expectations that people had maybe had in the preseason, but getting back to a way where this is a winning competitive football team? Yeah, definitely. I think we, we, we've got a lot. I said this to the team um, earlier in the week, you know, like, Player for player, this is kind of the best team I've I've been able to be a part of so far in, in college. And we're just not we're not playing like it right now. And I think we still have the expectation for ourselves that that we can get to that level. And you know, we just kind of gotta put the pieces together and, and focus on one play at a time and, and one moment at a time. Don't look too far ahead and just focus on what we got uh, right in front of us. So let's look ahead to to Duke. We're we're turning that page now. As you go up against this team, I mean, as you mentioned, playmakers both sides of the ball. From a, a defensive perspective, what are you kind of keying in on this week heading into this matchup? Yeah, I mean, they're uh, they're a top running team in the country, I think, in FBS. They're, they're a top 10 running team. Um, obviously, the quarterback's really talented. Uh, you know, he can make a lot of throws. He's a big-time quarterback. And then, obviously, you can see, you see what he does with the run. I think he's had close to 100 yards in two games so far this year. That's obviously something that we've struggled with, so it's something that we're putting – a big focus on um, to try to keep him in the pocket and keep him from using his legs and make him beat us throwing. Um, but as far as the team, the, the offensive lines were also really talented. I think this is a really good offense, a good challenge for us. And obviously we like challenges, but uh, yeah, I think we're going to have to play a really good ball game to compete with them and to win the game for sure. I'm going to take a quick break from the interview to tell you about my friends at Martin Rosal's Meats. This fourth-generation Connecticut family business produces kielbasa, hot dogs, sausages, and deli meats using Martin Rosal's very own original recipes. Their products can be found in grocery stores, delis, restaurants, and hot dog stands throughout the state. And if you're looking for your fill right away, check out their retail store in New Britain. For more information, visit martinrosalsinc.com and go support a UConn fan-owned business. And now, back to the interview. Going into, you know, last game and kind of blew my mind when Coach Morrison in his press conferences, I think he, he said it was Taekwon's like first complete game he's played since like probably going back to high school. How do you see him through practice becoming more comfortable, you know, with the offense now that, you know, he is the starter and getting some more of those reps and, and getting a little bit more playing time under his belt, something that he, he hasn't necessarily had? Yeah, I think, you know, for anyone like getting more experience, especially in game, getting through 
you know, the speed of like a real game kind of helps you and it helps you get more comfortable. So I think, you know, as the season gets on, you'll only see him get more comfortable and, and understanding obviously what the offense is trying to do over there. But, but I have the full confidence in him and the defense has confidence in him and the offense that they're going to get the job done. And, you know, we're going to do what we have to do to help them out. As you look towards the, the the rest of the season here, from a defensive perspective, give me like a, you know, an area or two that you think you guys, you know, could, if you improve upon is, is going to take this team to the next level. Yeah, I think um, getting after the quarterback, like like on third down, you know, our pressures last year, it's in the second half of the season, we we're really good at, you know, getting sacks and getting after the quarterback, pressuring him with their blitz packages. And, and even when we're doing a four man, three man rush, you know, getting after them. And I think that's something that we really got to improve on and, and, and we're going to improve on because we know how much it helps, especially the defensive backs. You know, when there's pressure on a qu- good quarterback, you know, it's hard for him to make throws as well. Um, and the second thing I think would just be tackling. I think it's gotten better since the first game, but it's still not where it needs to be. And and something that we've kind of stressed that, you know, everyone's got to run to the ball and, and kind of finish um, at the ball carrier and, and make the tackle and everyone got to swarm to the ball. I, I want to talk about a, a guy on the defense who who flipped and did a little bit offensively last week for you in, in Jelani. What's it like seeing him uh, get some carries there and, and get into the end zone? Yeah, I mean, since uh, he got here, we've been talking about that, that uh, he should be doing that because obviously he used to do it in high school. And, and at Youngstown State, I think he had a few plays where he carried the ball. Um, so we've been talking about it for a while, and then they finally put it in, obviously, um, before the season and, and you saw in the nc state game he all he did was kind of do that that push on the on the qb um sneak but they've been, we've been waiting on it to see it and and he said when he was going to score he was just going to hand the ball to the ref and, and kind of run out the field and that's what he did but i'm excited to see more of it obviously he's a really strong powerful guy and so you know anytime we, we it's one or two yards you know i'd give him the ball for sure I know during basketball season when I did these podcasts with, with Alex and things were going a little rough for the for the basketball team, you know, things, you know, do get noisy out there. And, you know, we talked a little bit about tuning out some of that noise and, and how you deal with it. Is that something you have, you know, had to deal with in terms of like tuning out some noise, negative comments and things like that that come through when the team is not having its best stretch? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's definitely something you have to deal with. Um you know, for me, obviously, I've been here a long time and it's something uh, I've had to deal with for, for now five years. Obviously, the team hasn't done well, you know, my first three years. And, and at the beginning of last year, we struggled as well. So it's definitely something that I have to deal with, but uh, something I've gotten good at and kind of just tuning it out and focusing on what we got to do here. And, you know, I'm telling the team just you know, we got to focus on us. And, you know, guys in the locker room are, are really the, the only guys that really matter. And, and that's who we're playing for right now. And, and you know, when, when the wins start coming, you know, things will get better for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a, a good way to, to look at things. So uh, as always got to wrap uh, Giants Thursday night football after a, an exciting uh, comeback uh, mm-hmm. last last Sunday. Uh, had you given up on them midway through that game or did you, th- you think uh, that Daniel Jones is leading him back? No. So at halftime when, you know, they, it was 20 zero, six quarters, it was 60 to zero. Yeah, I kind of I turned it off. But then I saw them score one, so I had to turn it back on. And that's when they kind of went on, on the run a little bit. And you know, it was good to see them win the game. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough one tonight. You know, they play uh, the 49ers with no Saquon. So, you know, Daniel Jones is going to have to have a game for sure. Yeah. 
Well, Jackson, as always, uh, really appreciate the time. Best of luck uh, against a really tough Duke team. And let me let me actually throw one more question. And now that I'm thinking yeah. about it, coming into Saturday, looks like it might be rainy, uh, pretty pretty messy out there. How, how do you feel about going out in a, in a game like that? I mean, as a defensive guy, I, I kind of love it. I, you know, obviously, I don't have to run with the ball or catch the ball or anything. <laughs> so so it's good for me. And probably can cause some more turnovers and and it's kind of an equalizer. You know, we like to run the ball and we got to play hard defense and that's kind of what we like. So I'm excited. I haven't played in like, you know, like a muddy grass game in a while since probably like high school or middle school. So it'll be exciting. Yeah. It's a little different uh, element to it. So uh, (laughs) yeah. So uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see, but uh, Jackson is always uh, really appreciate it. And thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut scoreboard podcast with Jared Cutler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at CT Scoreboard Pod, the host at Jared Kotler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.